This is episode 29 of Trash Talking with Eco Warriors featuring Lindsay McCoy of Plain Products. You're tuning in to Trash Talking with Eco Warriors, where women share inspiring stories about their careers in green business, sustainability, and conservation. Here's your host and founder of Trashy Beauty, Barbara Lee. Every piece of plastic that has ever been made still exists. This is the opening line on the About Us section of Plain Products, a vegan, zero-waste hair and body products company founded by two sisters in Cincinnati, Ohio. These eco-friendly circular system shampoos and body washes are anything but plain. After living in the Bahamas and seeing the effects of plastic out in nature and in our waterways, Lindsay decided that she wanted to do something about it. After hunting down a manufacturer that didn't think that she was crazy in several tough moments like realizing that stainless steel was going to rust with their aloe-based product, today the company has helped divert over 100,000 plastic bottles from landfill, and they're only just getting started. It was so much fun to hear about Lindsay's journey and all of the challenges that she had to overcome in order to make this company a success. And even more inspiring was to hear how engaged her customers are. Let's get trash talking. Lindsay, welcome to Trash Talking. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. If you could explain to our audience who you are and what it is that you do. Sure. My name is Lindsay McCoy, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Plain Products, which is a circular business. We offer premium personal care products in aluminum bottles. So you order the bottle, comes with a pump. When you're running low, you order a refill. We send you just the bottle, and then we send along a free return label, and the bottles come back to us for free, and we wash, refill, and reuse them. Awesome. And so I love this because you've essentially created an entirely circular uh, beauty product line, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that was the goal. The goal was to provide an easy way to reduce everybody, try and reduce their single-use plastic. Awesome. And tell me more about, so how long have you been around? Uh, how many products have you sold? How much, like what percentage of bottles do you actually get back? We established in February 2017, so about two and a half years. By Probably by the end of this month, we'll have diverted 100,000 bottle, plastic bottles from landfills. So by replacing them with aluminum bottles that can just be recycled infinitely, we're working really hard to just keep that plastic um, so it never even enters the, the stream. Because uh, while aluminum can just keep going around and around, plastic, if it is recycled, can usually only be recycled once or twice. So eventually it's all going to end up in the landfills or the ocean at some point. Yeah. And what percentage of your products that you've actually sold, what percentage uh-huh. do you see the bottles actually coming back to you? Because I know this is I kind am... of the challenge. No, actually, it's not actually a challenge. I know that that it would appear that way, but I have to say our customers are incredibly engaged and excited about it. We get, um, we think, at least 80% back. It's a little tricky to tell because everybody uses the bottles for different times. Some people use them for three or four (laughs) months. Some people hang on to them for nine months or a year. I mean, it's amazing. Some people, you know, really just don't use that much shampoo or conditioner. So the bottles are, it's a highly concentrated aloe-based product, so you really don't need much. So as I said, it's an estimate, but people are excited to return the bottles. So we don't offer any incentive other than it being free, but we get the majority of them back. That's awesome. I love that because I think, what's the statistic? Like less than 10% of plastic that's been created has been recycled. Yes. I mean, we're 
we have super engaged people that are, I think they're the excited about that part of our model. So they're excited to participate and, and happy to know that their packaging is going to be used, reused responsibly. That's awesome. Tell us more about what was the impetus for creating this product? Yeah, uh, my background's actually in nonprofits. So um, at the time, my husband is from the Bahamas, which are these absolutely gorgeous islands in the Atlantic. And I was doing environmental education there and just kept running into plastic everywhere. You know, every beach cleanup we do, working with kids, you just end up with these piles. You'd see you know, plastic on the road and the water. And, and it all of a sudden, the reality hit me that every piece of plastic I had ever used was still out there. And then once you start to see it, you can't unsee it. You all of a sudden start to notice plastic everywhere. So I started trying to use less, you know, carrying reusable bags, reusable water bottles. Um, but one place I couldn't find a solution was the bathroom, all those little plastic bottles in my shower, and it started to make me crazy. Um, so when I moved back to the States, I called my sister and said, hey, let's, let's do something about this. And neither one of us knew what we were agreeing to. <laughs> about two years later plate products was launched that's awesome and so you guys are based here in new york we're actually based out of cincinnati ohio oh amazing and so tell me what you think this is actually a topic that we covered recently on the podcast recycling is very different in major cities than it is mm -hmm. in other cities i was actually yes. quite shocked um when i kind of learned about this recently and a friend of mine actually uh, works kind of like in the middle of Connecticut, and he actually like texted me kind of desperate because he's like, I've held on to every single bottle that I've used um, in the last three months while I've been working with this client, and I don't know where to drop it off. And I had to find him a drop-off center. It was like 15 miles from where he was. Um, and, you know, he's really dedicated, so he's willing to do that, but there isn't accessibility to even recycling as, as much as people think. No, I mean, unfortunately, not all recycling systems are created equal. And, you know, just because of resources in smaller communities, often there's slim to none recycling actually happening. Um, and it, I mean, composting is the same thing. A lot of this, some of these plastic replacements that are coming out are saying they're compostable. And unfortunately, the reality is they're only compostable in commercial composters, yep. which very few communities have. Yes. There's a lot of, what do they call it, wish cycling mm -hmm. going on, unfortunately, where you think that you're doing the right thing, and, and in a perfect situation, you would be doing a better thing, but that's not the reality. Yeah. No, I, I fully hear that. Tell us about the actual product, because you said that it's a concentrated aloe base, which really interests me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I, I have to say, you know, as I said, my background's in the nonprofit world, so I didn't know a lot about beauty when we decided to get into this. So it was a huge learning curve for me. And I was shocked when I started reading about the ingredients in mainstream products. Um, you know, your average shampoo is water-based. So there's a ton of water in it. And then unfortunately, there's a lot of chemicals in it because it's a cheap way to have them be uh, feel effective. So we spent a lot of time looking for a manufacturer. We were like, well, why create these amazing environmental bottles and then put a bunch of chemicals in it? Um, so we wanted something that was natural, that was biodegradable, that was safe. We, we have kids, um, you know, we wanted to be putting something safe on our kids. So we found this great, um, company and they actually use aloe as their base. That's the main ingredient. And it's this lovely, thick, concentrated product that's, um, does great things for your hair and skin without compromising your safety. That's awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about what it was like? 
to start this company. I know that you founded the company <laughs> with your sister, and yes. um, it sounds like your your family was a big part of the people who tested your product. So I'd love oh. to hear more about what it was like to kind of like start this company from scratch. Um, it was a, a testament to our <laughs> will and optimism. Um, yeah, you know. The first time you're trying, it, when we were doing this a few years ago, nobody was doing this. Um, some uh, some other companies happily um, are trying it now. But as we were calling people and talking to people and talking about reusing bottles, I mean, they thought we were insane. Um, I called the FDA to make sure there wouldn't be a problem. And they were like, well, that's weird. But I guess if you want to, I mean, good luck. Uh, they didn't even know what to do with us. <laughs> Um, you know, our manu- once we finally found a manufacturer, we actually had to fly out and see them and convince them that we weren't crazy <laughs> and that we weren't going to endanger their factory by reusing these bottles. You know, I had this my little like blazer and had my little PowerPoint presentation trying to prove that we were real business people. And um, we actually saw them recently and he was like, yeah, I totally thought you were crazy. I never thought this was going to work. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you guys have pulled this off. So it was a, a long series of, you know, us trying to convince people that this was a, a real idea and that it was important and um, that, that we could make it work. And, and happily, our customers agreed. Why did you choose to start this business with your sister? And how did you guys pick your initial product offering? Uh, I, as I said, didn't know a lot about the the beauty industry. And I actually am not, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm not really a product person. I mean, we set up the subscription aspect for me because I'm the kind of person that's like, if I sign something that works, I'm just going to use that forever. I just want the easiest path. I just want to know that it's there. And my sister um, has an amazing nose, an amazing sense of design. I mean, in some ways, we're very opposite. So I really needed her skills to figure it out. And, you know, I mean, I designed a label and she was like, that looks like a kindergartner did it. We're going to hire somebody. I mean, she (laughs) has a much better sense of all of that than I do. But as she says, she's a perfectionist and she never would have launched. So I, I probably would have launched too soon, you know, with kinder, you know crayon on the front, and, and she would have never managed. So between the two of us, we make a, a good combination, and we've, you know, known each other long enough that we know how to fight, and we know how to, you know, talk through our differences, and we both respect each other's skills. You know, I know when to listen to her, and she knows when to listen to me, so um, it's worked out really well. That's awesome. And can you kind of speak to the aspect, I think this is like always top of mind for people, and uh, I think everyone is very guilty of this nowadays, ordering a lot of things online and having things (laughs) shipped around. So how did you guys decide on like a model that worked for you? I know aluminum's pretty light, so it sounds like a better solution. It is pretty light. I mean, we also were a little bit, we looked at glass, but we were a little bit leery of of putting glass in the shower. Again, I have a, a... very rambunctious boy so that just seemed like a horrible idea because I would just be cleaning up glass all the time so we did switch to aluminum we actually made the conscious decision to use the U.S. Postal Service which is one of the differences between some of the other deliveries you know it's somebody that's coming into your neighborhood already we're not creating new trips um, by having our products brought to you or by having them picked up so you don't have to call anybody, you know, you don't have to, to arrange for anything else. The postman, when he's there anyway, can either deliver or pick up the package. So that was a, a conscious choice on our part to try not to 
add anything. I mean, I think they've said, you know, some of the concerns with, with the Amazon stuff is the, the next day, the two day, the, you know, immediate yeah. thing where somebody has to get in and, and create this trip just to bring you your thing. Yeah. And it's so funny because this, I think people don't realize has other effects other than just there's someone coming to your neighborhood in this gigantic gas guzzling truck. Um, <laughs> especially in concentrated cities like New York, it's actually a, a huge issue now. It's actually starting to affect uh, traffic as well as there's been several accidents with commercial vehicles in the city with bicycles oh. and pedestrians. I mean, I would believe it. There's, you know, some crazy percentage of all online sales are, are Amazon. Um, there's a lot of people using it. And, you know, again, like with the plastics, I mean, you know, we as a society are pretty addicted to convenience um, and we want it. We want it now. We want it to be easy. And that just doesn't always work out well in the long run for the planet. Yeah. If you want to do something really fun with me, I, I like doing this like segment where you describe how your product gets from start to finish. <laughs> if I were the product, yeah. do I start with the bottle? Do I start with the product? Start with the start with the actual product. Yeah, no, the the product does the aloe does come from the southwest. Um, it actually is made in Florida. They mix all of the ingredients to there. Um, it actually takes a little bit longer than your average product because it's natural. Um, they the way that they blend it all together, they heat and cool and mix and mix and mix. So it actually takes a few days as opposed to just pouring a bunch of chemicals in a vat. Um, it is put into the bottles and set up to us in Cincinnati, and we distribute from there. The bottles go out into the world, and then they um, come back to Cincinnati where we wash them and sterilize them, and then we send them back to Florida to be refilled. That's awesome. Tell me more about the subscription, because you mentioned this, and I've seen it on your website. So if I were a consumer and I were to get your subscription, how does that work? Well, first of all, the good news is, is you would save about 20% if you subscribe. So we try to reward people for, for just signing up and, and being loyal um, and being able to plan for them. And then the great thing is, is that we have it set up. So if you have a subscription, every product can be whatever time frame works for you. So we recognize, you know, with, with lots of different hair types like me, I barely use conditioner because I have pretty straight, fine hair. Um, whereas my sister barely uses shampoo. She has coarser, curlier hair. So, you know, we recognize that not everybody was going to go through everything at the same rate. So you can sign up for shampoo every three months, conditioner every six months, you know, every four months. Or if it does line up, that's great too. So we can send them all together. And then... Again, something that makes us different when we send refill bottles, we don't send you another yet another pump. We just have you switch the pump over. So trying to, again, you know, be a little bit more thoughtful. It's a little bit more work on us, um, but we just want to put less plastic out there in the world and encourage people to reuse what they have. I mean, the beauty of plastic is it does last forever. So you might as well keep using it. Yeah, that's awesome. And how did you guys expand your business model? Like, was it just word of mouth? Was there specific people that you were targeting? I would, I mean, I would love to see this in like my hairdressers, you know, salon. You know, tell her about it. We'd love to. Yeah, <laughs> we do actually have a, a retail program and, and it's exactly people like you who've helped us. I mean, we've had incredible support from uh, the green blogging community, the vegan community, actually, the product, products are vegan zero waste community, um, people who just like the products, like what we're doing and are willing to tell people about it. And I mean, we started very grassroots. My sister and I, you know, scraped together some money for our first order. So we've never had 
a lot to spend on advertising. So we have very much relied on the, the kindness of strangers um, to help help people tell our story. And I think it helps that we have a mission and a purpose. I think people get excited about working with us to see less plastic out in the world. Yeah. And would there ever be an instance where you guys could figure out a retail model that would work? I could we, like... we do actually have about 50 retail models, 50 retail partners right now where, where, that are using our, our bottle exchange program. So like Package Free in, in Brooklyn, yep. in New York, um, sells our products and people have the choice of either dropping the empties back off to them and they ship us back those empties in the same case that we ship the product to them or people can request a return label from their apartment if that's easier and just drop it in the mail that way. That's awesome. And where are these retail partners located? They're um, all over the U.S., actually. Um, there's a, if you click shop on our website, um, there's one that says, you know, other retail options, and there's a list there, and we're, we're working on growing it. We do have a few salons. Um, you know, mostly, I'll be honest, it's people who contact us right now because they're excited about the model. Again, when we call people and say, hey, we're doing this thing. Do you want to collect bottles? Your average buyer is like, huh, that sounds weird. I don't have time to think about it. <laughs> but but happily, a lot of a lot of people have reached out to us and are excited to participate. So that is a an ever-growing list, and we're always kind of working on, you know, adding more people to it. We love having partners because it does, as you as you were pointing out, you know, help cut down on the carbon when we can ship in bulk and those bottles can come back to us in bulk. Yeah, and I would love to – have you guys heard of Loop? We are actually going to be partnering with Loop. Yes. We just uh, talked to them a few weeks ago, and hopefully in the next few months, we will be one of the products that they offer. That's awesome. Yeah, they have a similar – product but i i love that you guys have like even the travel version you know and there's like everything from like the lotion to the body wash yep working on adding stuff so we're going to be adding a, a facial toner some sunscreen um a, maybe a beauty body oil so we're we're constantly working on trying to add new products it just always takes longer than i'd like i hope uh some of the laundry products are next on your list too you know, actually, it's interesting. Um, have, there's a great laundry product out there called Drops with two yep. keys, um, and they sell pods and, and boxes. We have looked at cleaning, but it's just a whole different model, and so we, we have not gone there yet. But we do love to try and refer other companies that we see that are doing great things. And, and I will say that I, it's been great working with other companies that have sort of the sustainable mindset because – we all realize we're trying to go move in the same direction. And so we refer people to each other and we work together and it's, it's a lovely experience as opposed to sort of cutthroat business, the sort of cutthroat business. Um, you know, we all talk to each other and try and support each other. And, and I have really enjoyed that piece of it. Yeah. Awesome. And so Lindsay, let's shift the conversation a little bit other than, you know, living in the Bahamas and kind of seeing, uh, the effects of things there. And I, I will attest to the fact I grew up in an Island and I have visited several islands in the Caribbean and in Africa, and it's pretty bad. Um, what you see out there other than the U S I think the U S is very good at hiding some of this away. Uh, yes, we have the infrastructure to make it disappear. Right. And so when you go to other countries, it looks kind of horrifying, but I know that it's actually not worse in those countries than it is in ours. No, you just see it. Yeah. <laughs> so what was, other than, you know, 
that experience in the Bahamas, what was your reason for like starting the company? Like, why is the environment important to you? You know, I, I just, I love it. I mean, I got to live on an island. I love spending time on the water. Um, I read this crazy thing that by 2050, there could be more plastic than fish in the ocean. And that, that just filled me with dread. Um, you know, I, I, I can't imagine leaving a planet full of plastic to the next generation. It just feels irresponsible. Um, and, and, and this is like so many other problems we face. I mean, so many of them are, are so huge and so crazy. And this is this is solvable. We just have to reuse. We just have to not be lazy. We just have to make better choices and and take some responsibility for our consumer choices and reuse stuff. So, you know, that's doable. That's, that's something we can do. Um, you know, I, I can't I can't solve the climate crisis tomorrow, but I can contribute by doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think people think that they have to fix everything, but they really don't have to fix everything. Even just fixing a little bit and everyone doing a little bit makes a bigger impact. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is something we're perfectly. I mean, it's, it's like voting. You know, it, it really matters that we all do it. And it, one vote may not feel like it matters, but, but everybody matters. You know, the more people that do it, the, the bigger difference we can make. And so what was the biggest challenge in trying to launch the product? Other than it sounds like everyone thought you were crazy. Um, <laughs> but I'd love to kind of hear, like, you know, what was the biggest challenge and what was the moment when you realized, like, hey, we're actually doing this. Like, this is going to work. I would say that the darkest day, uh, we actually first experimented with stainless steel. Um, we were going to do this super cute stainless steel mason jar and we ordered some and put some product in it and it rusted. Yep. That was incredibly sad. <laughs> um, and again, we had to call a manufacturer and was like, can you tell us what this is? And, you know, like send it for tests. And they're like, oh no, that's just rust. Um, and so we had to <laughs> scrap all of that, um, which was tough when you're paying for it by yourself. But we decided that we were so close um, we scraped together some more money and, and went with aluminum and, and tested that, and it worked, which was very exciting. We launched a few months later than we had originally intended, and it took, I would say, a few weeks for the first person that we didn't know to come on the site and buy a product. You know, at that point, we were very hands-on, and so every time somebody would buy, do you know him? I know, oh, I know that person, or oh, that's so-and-so something, and finally there was a person that that neither one of us could figure out, you know, who it was. And that was like, yay, we did it. Like, this is, <laughs> this is happening. I mean, that's always the great moment. It's like, I don't know this person. They have no connection to me. They have no reason to <laughs> You're right, buy right. my product out of sympathy. Yes. This is not my aunt. This is not my friend from high school. This is, you know, just some random person that came across this idea and, and thought it was a good one. Yeah. And what's been kind of like your most inspirational moment that you've had maybe like out in nature or like while running this business? I would say, God, our customers are just amazing. I mean, to your point of how many bottles are you getting back, it has been so inspiring to see people take this idea and be excited about it and participate in it and tell their friends. I mean, we get notes back from people with the bottle saying, thank you so much. I wanted to use less plastic. I couldn't find a solution, you know thank you. And people are, are grateful. And that continues to inspire me that people take the time that they're willing to, you know, spend more to do this. It's just, it kind of keeps you going on all of those days. We're just, you know, running a business is hard. My sister, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean the suppliers and the, the 
logistics of it and I mean everything it's 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 work like anything else but it does really help um to to be appreciated and to to know that you're doing something good yeah no absolutely makes those bad days a little easier yeah when did you get your first return back probably let's see so we launched in february i would say about three months later um you know and we were again so excited and now (laughs) it's less exciting it's more like oh my gosh we're so far behind we got to get those boxes opened and those bottles cleaned um but it's great it's absolutely great i mean it's it's fun to see them stacked up you mentioned that you're a big fan of other products and mentioning other products that are good solutions for mm-hmm. anyone who's looking to reduce their waste other than drops are there specific uh, products that you use yourself that you're a big proponent of yeah um a lot uh, i love dental lace which is a, a replacement for plastic i didn't realize that again um, dental flosses everything pl- is made a piece of plastic, plastic. Yeah. everything is made from plastic um you know that's a super easy swap bamboo toothbrushes are a super easy swap i'm still experimenting with toothpaste trying to figure out what the right thing is oh, i tried the i bites. have one for you oh you do oh yeah they're actually based here in new york and i'm interviewing her later this week but it's called ores which is zero spelled backwards oh and they have a toothpaste uh, that comes in a bamboo uh, container, and no it, yeah, and it's just it's just kind of like this block that looks like soap, but it's a uh-huh. concentrated uh, toothpaste. Oh, I am gonna check that out. I am very excited about that. Yeah. I've, I've been trying all sorts of different things. Uh, I am thrilled to hear it. I'm I'm gonna go check it out right now. I mean, it, you know, the personal care stuff is interesting, and that's part of why it took us so long to find the right manufacturer. Is I mean, you. You, you want to feel good about what you're doing, but it has to work. Yeah. Like, you can't have greasy, gross hair and your teeth <laughs> need to feel clean. Like, I mean, I, I, I get that. It's such a an important part of this industry, and it can't feel like, you know, a complete compromise. Yeah. No, there's the also, like, there's hair fatigue, too. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I, I was using shampoo bars for, oh, I don't know, like, four or five years and at some point my hair just got fed up with the shampoo bar that I was using and I had <laughs> I had stockpiled them I had bought like eight and um all of a sudden my hair is just like nope I'm not cooperating anymore and then I was like oh my god what do I do <laughs> yeah you know and, and again as I said every hair type is so different and mm-hmm. you know people are like well why should I use you shampoo bars work for me and I'm like great lucky you they just didn't work for my hair yeah um, you know, I mean, I think there is no one product for everyone. There is no one solution for everyone. Um, this is just meant to be an offering for people for whom it works. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, it's also a testament to the fact that I think people think that business nowadays has to be a monopoly, and it doesn't have to be. There can be many companies that can all be very successful and survive. We just need to change our mindset about like you know the the amazon google mindset where they have to like own everything within their vertical yes yeah no i mean i i don't i think we're we're learning more and more that that monopolies again are not great for the planet i mean smaller sustainable companies i think in the long run are going to be a much better solution for all of us what's the craziest thing you've ever done out in nature craziest thing I've ever done out well I actually lived on a sailboat for a year and a half with my <laughs> now husband then new new boyfriend 
Um, yeah, we sold everything and bought a super old sailboat. Luckily, he sails. I didn't really even sail at the time, but I was like, I want to do this. We lived on an old boat for a year and a half and sailed around Central America. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It was incredible. Where was your favorite place that you went? (sighs) Wow. I loved Guatemala. Uh, We were in the Bay Islands and Honduras, which were incredible. Uh, But in Guatemala, you could actually go up this river. Mm-hmm. And so you're on a sailboat, like, in the jungle. It was unique. It was the, the one of the cooler things we did just because it was so different. That's amazing. Um, yes, it was It was very fun. And, you know, I mean, I think that was part of, of my love of, you know, getting to do that and spend all of that time on the water. Everybody should, you know, that's something I want people to be able to do for generations. It was an incredible experience. It helped me in so many ways. I mean... It can be a little intense sometimes, and so to live on a sailboat where you can only go six miles an hour from place to place, (laughs) it just requires you to slow down a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. How did you wash your hair while you were on the boat? Um, uh, Usually with a bucket or a hose um, overboard. (laughs) So again, you needed biodegradable stuff because it was going right in right yeah. in the water but and then for me I mean you know if if I couldn't shower if I could just wash my hair like I would be okay like if we were going a long distance like I just needed like I just I have super greasy hair and I was like I just I just need to wash my hair like it's just so gross if I could do that I'll be okay with everything else yeah so it was a it was an important part of my sanity that's so funny great well Lindsay thank you so much for taking the time to chat I'll send some links uh, in the show notes for everyone who's listening Uh, so they can check out your product and send it through an order and maybe change their uh, entire routine in the bathroom. You know, whether they buy the products or not, I would just love people to consider their choices and just look around and, and check out what they're using and see if there are some better options out there. Yeah, awesome. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and that this inspires you to change a little bit in your bathroom routine. Use code TRASHY20 for 20% off of your first order of shampoos, conditioners, body washes, and face wash. I do have to agree with what Lindsay said and that a little bit of this shampoo goes a long way. I've been loving how the rosemary mint vanilla feels on my scalp and my hair feels pretty great after as well. I definitely recommend this product to anyone that I know. They'll soon be available in Loop as well so you can truly get all of your zero waste products in one place. If the stories that we share on Trash Talking make an impact for you, consider becoming a sponsor of the podcast. For as little as $2.99 a month, you can help support stories that help spur others to action. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in again in a couple of weeks where we'll have more incredible stories from eco-warriors around the world. Thanks for listening, and stay green. Thanks for talking dirty with us. Tune in next week for more Trash Talking with Eco Warriors. For more inspiration, follow us on Instagram at Trashy Beauty Co.